Hello, welcome to another episode of Clean Dishes Podcast. On this episode, we watched Blow, The King, and Graffiti Bridge. All this and so much more after this commercial break. If you love working out or trying to get in shape, this commercial is for you. Clean Dishes is now an ambassador for Phoenix Fitness. Phoenix provides the fuel to help you rise from the ashes and be better every day. They offer fitness supplements like protein, pre-workout, and creatine. As brand ambassadors, in this podcast description, we have a 15% off coupon you can use on your order. Head to phoenixfit.com and place an order to start your journey. The website is fnxfit.com and use the coupon code in the description to save money. Now back to the show. All right, we good. Um, damn, I forget how much your mic picks up, picks up everything. But uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I captured it. No, but you record the sound. What you mean to die out? I know. Yeah. Anywho, I know I didn't wait at all. Um, what were we just talking about? We were just talking about something intelligent. I don't remember what. Just now. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna go straight into it. Like no introduction. No, I, I don't know what you were just asking. What we were talking about? Yeah. Mm. Well, introductions. Uh, welcome to episode two hundred and five of Clean Dishes Podcast. Hope everyone. I have probably is. Uh, welcome to episode two hundred and six of Clean Dishes Podcast. <laughs> six, 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 six. Hope everyone had a good day so far. Hope everyone's doing good. So far, that was good. I mean, so far, so good. Y'all already know who this is talking. It's Mr. Fantastic, not fat like elastic. Won't melt because it's not plastic. Hold on. All right, we back. Yeah, so. I right, to get my spiel. I'm, who am I here with, though? Are hey, you here with Thomas? Who they with? Thomas, just dun, Thomas. Remember that Bernie Mac? I do. Bernie Mac show was a good, it was an underrated show, bro. Oh, we were talking about asthma um, pumps. No, we were not. Oh, yes, we, we were. were. We were talking about asthma pumps. I was like, did they have. No, I'm not talking about that. I was asking about different brands of inhalers and stuff. All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it in that direction, then. Yeah, it's different. There's different versions. What the actual was I taking it? Did you have a you have a pump, obviously? And I was like, what's the brand? I I have, I have an inhaler, yes. Nothing, bro. Just I. I you give me this look like, like you like something you want to say, but you're not gonna say it. I'm no, like, I thought funny? you were trying to make a funny out of it, and I was like, I've no. already made my funnies about that. <laughs> I've already done that before. Yeah, yes, you have. Yes. I was like, all right. I was asking because I didn't know what like what brand you have versus what brand that he uses and stuff like that. I don't know what brand I got either. This is a uh, it's some type of brand because it's some of the is it uh, off brand. No, it's not off brand. I wish it was. Do you do they have off brand inhalers? They probably yeah, they have off brand. All uh, all medicine they have off brand. They still cost like a, a nice amount, but yeah. Damn. I think uh, Zyrtec is supposed to help with uh. They got an off brand called Gasp. <laughs> oh shit. Fred, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, th- I think my, I think my, uh, when I have like uh, asthma attack, I think it's like seasonal induced. I don't get it the most when the seasons actually change. Seasons change. But when like the season, does, like when it's like settled in the season, 
I mean, and it's something to do with the Arizona heat because they'd be like vaporizing the air and shit. The oxygen. Was that always a thing for you though? Since you've been to Arizona, I should say. No, I was playing ball one time. I think it was because the ball court was next to the uh, the sand. The sand dust particles got in my lungs. I haven't been the same since. Damn. Yeah, I thought I thought That's I was going. Wow. I thought I was going to go away, but ended up going to the hospital. I couldn't breathe. It was bad. It was like it was, it was super my fault. Cause I definitely was like, "Oh, I'll be fine." Drink water, think it's gonna wash it away. Yeah. Like, sir, that water don't go. Man, <laughs> I was wheezing, bro. Like you thought I was like a whoopee cushion or some shit. It was bad. Damn. Like, <laughs> it was bad, and I was like, "It's gonna say how easy it is for people to die when they get in the sand." Yeah. Like, just get in there. That's done, though. Yeah, I remember. I was like, "Yo, like never again." Like, did you remember? Like, you were playing basketball by the sand, by the sand pit, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Was the sand like blown? Like you remember the sand blown into your face and you inhaled it? Or oh, no? no, no, no. I just remember that like it was a good distance between the two, and it just was like, because mm-hmm. I was a kid, I had like they thought I had asthma at one point, but I got tested and I didn't. Do you think it's possible that you just playing balls? Is that that's a very um, high high impact, a high level, vigorous high sport? Act, yeah, vigorous sport. I don't know the words count sports. <laughs> and um, do you think that maybe it wasn't so much the sand, but just that because you were doing that at that time, it just that's had to be the triggering thing. No, she was going in because I know you be putting up like eighty points a game. That's light for me, but yeah, like on the off day when your left hand's broke, <laughs> and it's broke. Yes, you put up eighty points in the game. Uh, it could have been like I played ball before, like, but I don't know, I don't know why. Like that point in time, it was like, but never with a broken hand. <laughs> All right, I'm done with you. How's your week? It was good, man. I didn't play ball with a broken hand, and um, that's good to hear. So my week was pretty, my week was pretty good. It was and cool. I, uh, you know, just out here living life. Wait a minute. I'm not on my week. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How's your week, I'm bro? I'm now. <laughs> okay. That's ignorant shit. No, um, my week has been good, though. Uh, getting a lot of stuff done for work. Uh, getting things in place. Learning new things. I learned this a system called uh, Jamf. Really? It's, it's, a, it's not a major thing. It's just like a, um, it's a thing for management of iDevices. I, I so I was learning that. And I was learning some uh, other stuff. Was it uh, called Unjamming Lamy or something like that? No, it's uh, called, um, what was he calling it? Unjam Lamer or something like that. You were calling <laughs> the wrong. I called it. Go back like four episodes, y'all. I guarantee you gonna hear this dude call Unjam Lamer the wrongest name in the world. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's not even close. The wrongest name in the world is hilarious. I was like, that's not even close. It's not. I, I'm pretty sure I was close though. I, I, I would uh, I would hope you were confident in whatever it was you were saying, even if it was wrong. That's <laughs> that's not smart. That's called blind Nivite or some shit like that. I don't know. Blind what? Nivite. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that, sir. That's a rest of word. That's why I said I'll take that, sir. Okay. I, I didn't argue with you or fight you. I said I'll take that. I appreciate that. You see, I let you, I let you have that. You let me rock. I, I, you did. You really I, did. Thank you. That's all, that's all I asked for is the recognition <laughs> when I'm giving you, when I'm when I'm letting you do you, letting you breathe. You want, you want me to acknowledge that you let me do me. I'm trying to let you breathe like an inhaler, bro. All right. So my week was pretty cool. Um, uh, ended up going to Florida. I went to uh, Baca Raton for a little bit. Baca Raton, out. what that mean? He said, "Mouth of the rat." I think we we decided. Okay, look at him speaking and, uh, that speak. Had a good time, you know. what I'm saying, hug up my girlfriend. You know, just out here living life. Oh, okay. That's right, I'm out here being open with you. Huh? Yeah, you said girlfriend. I said, <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> whoa, wait a minute. You know me, I'm a sucker for love ass nigga. Senior. Okay, hold on my sleeve ass. All right, I see him. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I see him. So that was cool. Got the uh, state for a little bit. How I get like you when I get older? I'm trying to figure out myself. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> So you know, uh we got we got Adonis in the building, that's cool too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out so to Adonis. He's sitting right here like he can't hear me. <laughs> but uh we've been pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Highs and lows, but you know, even the lows are learning experiences, so those are highs too. Okay. So, you know. 
he go to Florida one time. He go to this your first time in Florida. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, cause you've been, cause you knew Noriega. <laughs> the real Noriega. He owe you like a hundred favors? No, just one. <laughs> uh, you you met him in um in Florida. Anyway, <laughs> so I do a simple yes or no. I, I do apologize to our viewers, uh, our listeners. I uh, I'm behind an episode and I need to make sure I get that taken care of today. So you, you so as I'm saying is you should definitely have a two header. We should have two o five come out on Monday and then two o six coming out Monday also. Y'all so. see that special treat y'all get? That's crazy. God, I'm like, fuck it. I just want to figure it out. My, that's ignorant as shit. Viewers be like... <laughs> <laughs> no, the audio, the audio, it's not bad for 205, but it definitely needs to clean it up. And then like, I was like, I really need to clean this one up. Yeah, so, we had the, to, give, to give you a... a, a what, what change, Obviously, he was in Florida. I was here in Phoenix. Um, and so when he was making that move... We had to like had to hit him up over like a video chat, so it's way different than what you normally do. Right. That's why it's that's why it's taking the time frame that it is. So. And I only judge from audio quality on on a spur of the moment type thing. So yeah, I was like, because we could have just up. gave you nothing and we're trying to give you something. That's yeah. the idea. That's the idea. We want to we want to keep it true to y'all, but so we missed y'all this week, but we trying to hit y'all with a double whammy this week. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So so bear with us if you will, please. Um, but yeah, uh, so while he was gone, obviously I was sitting in the house. So I decided to just movie it up. I went through a lot of shows, was watching all kinds of stuff. And um, one of the movies that I watched that I got into was this movie called The King. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I happened to see. I think it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It is on Netflix. And I had to be going through looking for something. I was like, it's been a while since I heard that uh, that Shakespearean or. Phaenosian, Fe- 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 you know what I'm saying, speech that Thomas always be doing. I was like, let me put that on this shit. So I put oh, this shit on. And I started God. laughing. I was like, Thomas would love this shit. Like, I, oh man. And I did. I meant to time to watch it and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. That, that ending though was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it that was. That ending was, I was like, yo, that's actually really good. Yeah. It, I think what makes it dope sometimes is like that we didn't watch it together. So we weren't able to be on yeah, the same page for shit. Yeah. So it was just like, you watch, I watched it. I was like, yo, you should watch this. And then you watched it. Yeah. So I think that was kind of dope. Uh, but basically, the king. I'm gonna give you the synopsis that they had on um, IMDb. I thought it was pretty straightforward. Okay. Uh, how wait? How wayward prince and heir heir to the English throne is crowned King Henry V after his tyrannical father dies. Now the young king must navigate pa- uh, palace politics, the war with fa- his father left behind, and the emotional strings of his past life. And we could have wrote something better, but yes. What, what would you want to say? I'm gonna let you sum it up for the people, though. That phone been ringing. No, <laughs> I don't have anything to spare. I don't have anything at the top of my head. Like, you put a spotlight on me. I wasn't ready. But I said we could come up with something together better. But, you know, we'll brainstorm. But no, uh, <laughs> uh, so like I watched it because you suggested it to me. I did see a trailer for this a long time ago. And I was like, oh, this was interesting. And uh, so Tim- Timothy Chamalette. Who was also in Doom was in I got, you, I got the I got the remix. I got the remix for you right now. <laughs> a young nigga got become the prince of clip his daddy messing. He ain't trying to do all that. That's real. That give me that. Give me that, bro. Hey, give me that, bro. Give me that, bro. That was real. That, that was really good though. Like for real. I feel like everybody. I feel like everybody. I feel like people understood that more. They was like, oh, oh, that's what you were trying to say this whole time. Why did you say it the first time? You should have wrote the Bible. Like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I get it now. I'm going to church tomorrow. It's like, damn. Uh, this was a good suggest though, because uh, it definitely plays on the idea of like heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah, and so like it went from being like you meet the father, and the father is like not really the best dude, as you can tell, and then you meet the kid. He's kind of like women's cool in, in a sense, but he has a good uh, he has a good sense of duty. He knows who he is as a person, and so a good like 
a good it's a good moment good moment of time where they said they dedicate the movie on how was it how right yes it was how how's relationship with his family and how it's like kind of like not the best so they did a good job setting that up so when he does come into power it's like I, he's like I really don't want to do this but if I am mm-hmm. I'll take all of us to hell with it and hope y'all okay with that yeah cause then <laughs> they was like yeah what they was like well, wait a minute this ain't what supposed your goal supposed to be yeah he really didn't want nothing to do with it like he really was like nah like he didn't even live in a palace nah he was like nah I'm good on y'all like I'm good on all that shit for sure he knew what came with it and was like nope and they yeah and, and it's crazy how he came how it came to be for him that yeah. was, it was crazy cause he he literally like purposely moved imagine you you're a prince like Everybody wants this lavish life, you know what I'm saying? He like, hell no, nah, you can have that. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get. And it was like, nah. It was it was kind of it was kind of interesting. It was very interesting to see how he came in, how he came into that power, despite not wanting it. He was the definition of like, I'm not trying to do all these games. Yeah, like, I he was all, like, nah, like, like I'm not with all, I'm not with all, like that's just not me. Right, it's not, it's not for it. But the thing was, he also was, at the same time, because of his upbringing as the prince, I, he was capable. Right, which has made it so so interesting. He was very capable because there's a there's a scene where you kind of see just from a physical standpoint how he was capable in that way. As okay, far, it's funny, um, yeah. it, and then um, just from a standpoint as far as relationship building, um, when he when uh, mm. when he's dealing with others and stuff like that, and the things he comes up, the things he decides to do and how he maneuvers, you start to see like oh like he really he really understood he understood people it seems like just by yeah. just by him not being in the palace and and using his um. His his power and notoriety yeah, in that yep. sense. Yeah, he didn't use his position of power to, to like you said, position notoriety, position of power mm-hmm. to uh to get what he wanted. He was just a, he was just of the people and he right. understood that greatly. So it was very interesting to see that kind of person become become the king after after his daddy was just like total opposite of that. Yeah, like fighting wars, probably probably fighting what could book from may deem unnecessary wars and things of that nature and whatnot, and um just just really be out here and uh. He was ruthless with his daddy, though. That was kind of crazy. But I think because, from what I understand, his daddy didn't treat him the best. Yeah, I, trust me, I understand that 100%. But I just was like, yo, on his deathbed, though? I was like, Yeah, I can go get that away to y'all for that. that, that <laughs> this movie definitely got some, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do want to talk, talk about the ending, though. The, the last part, we, like, we'll, we'll get there, though. But it just, uh... How he navigates, how how it navigates his kingdom, and how like you said before, how he talks to the people, because like he wasn't, he was the type of person to be like, I'm blinded by the spotlight of where I am. He's like, what do the people think? Like, I'm my job is to answer to the people. It's not, it shouldn't be the other way around. And so for him, it was a lot of like, how is this being perceived? What do I do? Like, how can I avoid this conflict? I'm not trying to be a part of. Right. And I also think I think the takeaway for me for the, of this movie from this movie what I took away from it was one it wasn't about like ego like he didn't have a huge ego right. on him which yeah. I think was as we're kind of going into but it, it it was super important because there were things that happened that many other people around him were like because because of this you have to react a certain way you have to react mm-hmm. in a in a violent manner or or, or in a man like you know you have to act a certain way befitting of a king and and you know trying to make you feel like because you're not reacting the same way your daddy did you ain't shit and so he was he was real good about not having the ego because the ego can can be become destructive it could be word destroyer yeah and so uh so that was one thing and it also um i think an even bigger lesson to take away from this movie at least what i took away was like just because someone is 
put in a position to help you doesn't mean they necessarily will help you. And mm. they say won't help you just to and they don't and they won't necessarily help you to your benefit. Like watch the people you keep around you and and and, and, and watch you give your ear to. Facts. Like you can hear them, but you don't have to listen to everything they say. You know what right. I'm saying? Because that was that was really important. Because if you watch the movie, you you'll go through it. I'm not going to spoil it, but when you're going through <laughs> yes. it, you're going to be like, oh shit! Like I see what they're talking about now. Yeah. Because the things that the ideas that he had that he wanted to put forward and move with, how everybody else around him was like, no, you probably shouldn't do that. You should do this instead. Like you, you got the power. Everybody else is trying to move through you mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Like he was trying to get you to move the way they would do things and stuff like that. And it was like, damn, like. It, it, it was it was just really important. I thought those two things were super important. Cause like yeah, that combination can be deadly. If you have, yep. imagine having a crazy ego and then listen to everything that, that your person that's called your advisor tells you. That's what kings would do. So that advisor's like fuck it, I can tell him whatever. He's going to do it. That's what happens a lot of times if you watch like king movies and shit like that. It's always the idea that like this king went on this move of a false pretense because the advisor told him gave him bad information mm-hmm. because he had his own idea of what he wanted to do and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's it was very interesting to see that. Uh, one thing I did like, which I might spoil a little bit, is um. Spoiler alert. Yeah, when the conversation he has with his with uh the prince has with his wife. That that bro. I like that because a lot of times when you watch the movies, is the, they try to depict they almost try to depict the downfall of the man being the woman. Right. And so in this one, it was very different. It was mm, it was yeah. the eye opening. It was it was the one she was the one who opened his eyes. Right. The one who mind you, he barely knew this woman. He didn't know this woman from a can of paint. Yeah. But because because of the deal that was set up, he had to marry her or whatever. If you know the story, you know what's going on with there. And uh he had to he has to marry he's 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 expected to marry her or whatever. And just in that short amount of time they actually had conversation, mm-hmm. she was able to like clarify things to open his eyes up. And he's like, What the fuck? Yeah. And it, it was just yeah, and when I say I say what the fuck, because it was that extreme. It, it was that extreme. <sighs> Like you said, you think people are in your corner and they want the best for you, but it's like, nah, like... They only want the best for you because it's going to benefit them. Yep. It's a very big difference. It's a very big difference in how people help. But anyway, it was a... I thought this movie was really good. Um, I like the acting in it. I, I like the dialogue in this movie. There's plenty of action, plenty of real good dialogue, uh, mm-hmm. conversation that had to be had in this movie and stuff like that. Um... So I really appreciated it. I was like, this is good. There was a bar in there. I can't remember what... I couldn't remember where it was. I think it was between... Um, the dude that he was living with and him. And uh, Hal. Oh, oh, you talking about... Um, what was the, I'm looking him up. I know who you're talking about. The uh, Egger, It's like Egerton. I think his real name is like Egerton. It's like that. I was going to say Egger Egerton, but that's not his name. I was named Hot something? Hot, 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 not Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hop tutty. <laughs> but uh, he always like his character was dope because he always kept it real with him, and he always had experience. He knew like yeah. he knew what battlefield and war was like, so he was like, "I don't ever want to do that again." But if, I, if we have to, I got you. Are you talking about when he talks about um, speaking when he has something to say or something like that? That was fire too. He was like, "I wasn't asked to speak, so I didn't," or something like that. And it is no, he has a couple bars, but he was like, uh, "Was it Sean Harris? Was he Sean Harris in the movie, or?" Did Sean Harris play? Wasn't he William? No, it's uh, dang. that wasn't him. Mm-mm. It was a uh, because the same dude I'm thinking about. He played in Warrior. Oh, uh, Joe Egerton. That's his name. Oh, it is Joe Egerton. Look at you, Falstaff. Falstaff. I remember because I was thinking I was saying Flagstaff. Flagstaff. <laughs> Being stupid, and I kept saying I was gonna say that, so I remember his name was that, and I didn't work. You remember the movie Bright with Will Smith? Yep. Joe Egerton was the other guy. The, the play, ogre? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember seeing that. I was like, I don't like Joe at all. 
But uh, when he basically he tells him you ain't. I did, actually, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. When he tells him like you ain't about that life, because remember he like so there's one scene where something catastrophic happens, and uh, the king cares about it, and he was like, y'all want I don't want dead, I don't want bodies buried in the ground, da 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 da, and he was like. I do the first two orders, but the last the last two I'm not doing. Yeah, that's something you want. That's something you want done. You want the because he realized that part part of what he wanted wasn't war related. It was it wasn't. He was, we vengeance, personal yeah, vengeance. it was a, it was something personal. It had nothing to do with the war. It's just your own personal vendetta. He was like, you're going to do it yourself. Yeah. And that was the one time where the where the where the prince tried to pull rank with him, but he forgot that old boy don't play that shit. <laughs> and he was like, so nigga, like I'm I don't your care. Friend. Like I've known you well before you was prince. Like you're not going to try to change on me now, bro. Like it's not going to work. I mean, something like, yeah, Yo, you ain't, you ain't about that life, bro. I'm sorry it, to tell you that. It is crazy to think, cause, cause he knew, he knew to do it. He knew when to do that. Yeah. Like, he knew when to be like, I'm not gonna disrespect you in front of everybody. So now you got put, so now I put you in the right position. Mm. But you also not gonna disrespect me at any point in time neither. Yeah. Trying to salt, trying to make me look dumb or trying to embarrass me, cause you the king. Like, don't get it, don't get it fucked up. That's important, especially like he was so much older and wiser than, than the prince was. Yeah. Well, since a like, prince king. So it's, it definitely spoke volumes of who he were, who he is, cause it's like anybody else, like they were the same age. He probably like no, like you know, disrespect me. They could could win the blow. Yeah, with an ego, ego yeah. would have gotten away. They would have fought, but because they didn't have that, and he knew he knew the ball. He was like, you don't. That's not you. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part. It's like yo, like you ain't you just saying that because you upset. That's not you not about that life. Because if you just do that, you definitely be like, oh, why did I do that? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna spare you the emotions. Like you yep. good. That it was it was it's a really good movie. Um, <laughs> he was like, I cut, I disembowel you right now. He's like, Yep. He was like, You ain't about that either, bro. He just huffed like, okay. <laughs> like, like it, I don't know. I think I think it's necessary that everybody has somebody like that in their corner at some point in time in their life. Who's just sure. gonna be like, Hey, bro, like, you're not gonna do that. Like, I'm saying you upset. You got all the energy going through you, but you, you that's not you, bro. You're not finna kill that person. Stop. Like, you're not you're not a murderer, bro. Bang bang. Oh, he went playing. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Like you, you can take somebody's life and through war, that's different. But when it's yeah. like one on one, I'm looking at you and I have a real dead against you. You not, not trying yeah, to go that, bro. Yeah, whole other thing. Like yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's not that's a personal beef. You gotta settle that yourself. Um, the movie to me, this movie was good because it like again, it teaches a great lesson about ego and the people around and 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 who you give your ear to. Facts. And so I think that was really important. And and also just little lessons about dealing with people and how to, how to deal with certain situations and stuff like that. Because certain because certain situations with a different king would have definitely turned to a full out war. Oh yeah, for sure, a for for sure. And he didn't go for that. And I was like, wow, like that, that's just gonna show you that that ego can get in the way like crazy. <laughs> uh, the movie is directed by David. Uh, he has an accent in his name too. I don't know. Mitchold, Mitchard, Mitchard, Mitchold. Yeah, we're, it sounds good to me. Mitchard. We're gonna say Mitchard. I don't know what that old thing he means. <laughs> it's got like a, a arrow thingy on top. I don't know what that is. It's, 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 a, it's an accent. It's, I know it's labeled as an accent, but I don't know what. Yeah, I just know what the accent does. I don't know if it goes like oh or like oh or, or, I don't old. know the origin of the uh, the name, so I yeah, can't even tell you. Old. Maybe that's how you say it. Bitch old. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah. Bitch old, and then um and Joel Edgerton. Oh, he wrote right. I didn't realize that. I didn't know either. Joe, Joe, oh, Joe, nice. Joe, which, which is funny because he's not, he's in the movie, but he's not like a main, main character in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. I think people do that. They get low key. Like, Spike yeah. Lee do that sometimes. He'll be in the movie and shit, but he's not in the whole damn thing. Spike Lee to God. That's one person, if I could learn, if I can like be with somebody, it would be Spike Lee. You'd be with Spike Lee? Yeah. It'd be, what's wrong with you, bro? That's, that's what you want to be with. You want to be, be with Spike Lee. It'd be either Spike Lee yeah, or. Spike Lee or uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. You gonna be with two dudes? That's a weird relationship, bro. <laughs> I was no, just saying that. It's one, it's one at a time. I can't take both. So it's Paul, either or. 
Okay, I get it, because it's a lot to learn. Yes, it's definitely a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to check in. Yeah. Think yeah. about you learning so much for two two dudes that have established themselves. So say they're both running you, that's gonna be a lot. Yeah, like being an errand boy for them is crazy. Yeah, you're gonna be a boy for them for sure. Yeah, you I mean, boy, like, you the boy for them. You the boy for them. Best boy, right? Isn't that what the, the, the position is called? Best boy? Uh, You might be the best at booing a boy, for sure. I would hope so. I, I would think you would be. I think you would be. If I had to be a boy for either one of them, it would probably be Spike Lee, though. Oh, you think you'll be the boy for Spike Lee? Yeah. I can't be a boy for Chris Nolan. That looks weird. I mean, it's something you said. You chose these two people. I mean, I did. I mean, that's who you want to be a boy for. That's what you want to be a boy for. It would be dope if they chose me, but no, one thing at a time. Um, would they be choosing up, do you think? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, pre- I'm pretty good. So you so two so, so you got two boys that you run, two men that you're running with two men they're they're different men yeah, oh oh they're definitely men I double one down oh, so you know you know they men all right I got it this is such a conversation I'm just trying to f- make sure I follow the conversation that you that you're putting out I hope everyone followed the conversation that was hilarious I think they did think no they Chris Menon does really good sci-fi and I think Spike Lee just does really good like storytelling and honestly just making black people seem like amazing so now. Spike Lee and Christopher Nolan making a movie what's it called oh shit. The best boy is featuring you. <laughs> no, play. <laughs> That'd be a crazy. I feel like if they were to do something, it would definitely be something like Lovecraft Country. I think. You think so? Yeah. Turn that be... shit off. <laughs> Turn that nervous shit off. <laughs> it would be uh, something with time travel, but with black people. What would you call it? Think, Running think... late. No, I'm play. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, you can't. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, your seconds of fame. You fucked it up. I try to clear your throat. I'm like, can I interject? Clear his throat. Now what you about to say? Um, I think honestly, what you were talking about, Fred, with the running late, that would probably be what it is. It would be. It would be Christopher Nolan talking about um, from the sci-fi and the thriller aspect of being stuck in a time loop. Right. Spike Lee. It's like, this is a time loop of this person who is running late on their last chance of being in this position at their job. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. I can see that. No, you're liking that? I'm feeling that. I think that'll work. I think it'll work. Running late. Ooh. I just got to finish my script first and foremost. Please be <laughs> Um, it's good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Gotta take care of something later on. But now, uh, this was, uh, the king was pretty good. Uh, what would you give it? I'm gonna give it an eight. I liked it. Yeah, I liked this. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. It's, it had been a while since I watched a movie set back in that time frame and stuff like that. Mm. That had to me it had a good cast and good acting. Like I, it was nobody was iffy and like I don't believe this person. Like I believed everybody that was doing their part. Like they really was from this time. Right. Like this is. I think that's the most is. Being able to forget that this is actually made in modern day, they just set the you know have a good setting, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was believable, so I like that. I'll give it a solid eight. I'll give it a seven. N- nothing wrong with a seven. I thought it was pretty good. I do like Timothy Chalamet, uh, because watching that made me want to watch Dune again. Mm. I feel like it's the same type of energy in a sense. Okay. But uh, yeah, man's man's is nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess in that movie he is also in Dune. He's kind of like a prince or definitely a prince. Yeah. yeah. Same same type of energy. I, I I like that. I like that energy though. Okay. Because uh, especially in the king, he was more of like I'm about to take the throne. So. Yeah. I guess I gotta do what I gotta do now. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if I win, doing coming back out. I'm ready for that. Another doing that. That's probably gonna be a while now. I know, right? That first one was fire. It was. It was really good. How long was that movie? Was it three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Was it? 
That's it was good that. though. It was still better than Justice League, huh? Doom. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jump into another movie. You want to do blow right now? That sounded crazy. Do you want to talk about blow right now? <laughs> you want to talk about, you want to talk about blow right now? The movie? Now I'm, I'm not answering that no, question. No, to. I'm not answering that question, bro. I'm not answering that question, bro. So Fred recently had watched. Uh, no, don't put me in this now. I saw some old Fred watch blow. Nah, nigga, don't put me in there. Get me. Fred watched white, white dudes do blow recently while I was gone. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I I kind of forgot about this movie, but I know it's heralded as like one of the great like uh, drug dealer movies. Not, I'm pretty sure it's in people's like, top twenty. Not mine, but it's a pretty good uh, movie. It's it's up it's pretty up there. It reminded, honestly, I watched it because I remember you talking about it one time, and I never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I feel like watching a drug dealer movie. I don't know if I was just on my like my snowfall high or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, let me watch Blow. And I was like, all right. So I watched it, and uh, it uh it was good. I was actually pretty surprised. I like it was good, and Johnny Depp definitely did his thing in that movie. I was like, okay. Johnny Depp honestly probably is the best actor. Like. Anywhere he he always, he always brings it like I I haven't seen movie he doesn't bring it he brought it in this it was really good um so this movie's basically about him he is George Gong yeah I think I think it's pronounced Young Young yeah. uh so are we on IMDb because that's what you did before I guess yeah you agree the story of how George Young uh, along with the Medallion Cartel headed by Pablo Escobar established in the established the American cocaine market in the 1970s in the United States. Yeah, the first thing I thought of when I was watching it, and as I see, as, well, not the first thing, as I was watching it going through, and they talk about like him meeting up with uh, with everybody like, meeting up and, and then doing Pablo Escobar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I started to think of Snowfall because he's like he was using the, that Panama Bank that Norway yeah. used to use and shit, and I, I was like, what? And like how like his yeah, a lot of things happened that happened to Franklin, happened to George Young, and I was like. Yep. Damn, that's kind of salty. Like, that means this happened before somebody before me or during me mm-hmm. or the same as like, damn, bro. That's so wild. if I'm thinking about it correctly, this is based in 1970s. This is probably around the same time that Franklin got his thing on. This was before. before. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is before that. I don't know how, I don't know what Snowfall's based on or who it's based on, if it's based on for a real person. It's based on for a real person. But it's the 80s, yeah. That, that I do know. Snowfall's like <laughs> late 70s, 80s. Yeah, but how old was Franklin at the time? He was old enough to know that, like, oh, this happened to somebody before. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he <laughs> no, is. No, he wasn't. No, because all the research that you have now weren't available back then. For sure. <laughs> this guy. That that's something called books. They always had books now. Books have always been around. They didn't bro. have books on drug dealers. Promise you on that. They definitely had books with people that had that had history books and shit like about certain people who they were and whatnot. Yeah, that was a big ass bus. All right, so he got so it was, came out that he got caught, and that was it. Franklin Saint. Anyway, but yeah, that's why that was pretty interesting. Uh, the, movie, the movie to me was good. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think who was it, who was Snowfall based off of. I know who it is. I just can't think of his name. Thomas Ussery. Don't do that. <laughs> Thomas Ussery. I uh, he live at. No, but how the prince said it the best. He was like, "Get get your money, then get out the game." And I think everybody forgets to get out. So it's based off of everybody who ever got in the game. No, 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 no. Because oh. of the dude that is based on. So, rest in peace. Uh, the director, what's one man's name? That that started uh Snowfall. It said isn't isn't the the series protagonist Franklin Saint played by Damson Idris isn't a real person and was devised for fictional series. That's not true. Who's the director of uh Boys in the Hood? 
uh, John John um, John Singleton. So John Singleton had talked to uh, the other gentleman name I can't remember, but basically uh, he was in jail when he came with the idea and he pitched it to Singleton, but Singleton had squeezed him out and basically took supposedly from his story. He squeezed them out and basically they made the movie with him in mind, but they created their own story. Well, who was the person? I can't think of his name. I, I, he was in jail. He's, he uh, he goes on to somebody now of like what actually happened. Freeway Rick Ross? There you go. I think that's him. You think it was Rick Ross? I think it was. Let me see the picture. Yes, that's him. That's him for sure. He tells about that. Uh, I don't think he's on The Breakfast Club, but he was on another uh, radio show. It's with the podcast. This no. Oh, for Breakfast, for Breakbeat Me. Okay, so it looks like Rick Ross. Yeah. He told, he told us that. To to the first extent, and like no disrespect to John Singleton, I'm just going off of what I heard from uh, the conversations between Freeway Rick Ross and John Singleton, things yeah. of that nature. So if I'm wrong, I do apologize. No disrespect on his name. I'm just telling you what I know. Understand? I could be wrong, but oh yeah, so this is based on on Ross's own past life of crime, right? So it's based loosely based off of Rick Ross, then. Yeah, and. Uh, Far as I understood, no, like he's not getting anything from it. So like it was his idea based off of his life, loosely based off of his life, but he's not getting any type of compensation for it. So. Oh yeah, cause. Yeah, like I said, they did the paperwork and it was like, oh, you just take your idea and dip off with it. But. Damn. Yeah, so that is what it is. Uh, how we going so far? Oh yeah, uh, blow. Snowfall, and blow, cause you blow that snow. Whoop 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 whoop. So with snowfall. With uh, Blow being based off a true story and also like an old ass movie. Excuse me. Super spoiler alerts. Uh, George Young, based off a true story, is off his life. But basically, that's one of the movies where it's like, oh yeah, the woman is the man's downfall. Because Penelope Cruz is in it, the beautiful Penelope Cruz. And like, like they may seem like, yo, when he met her, his life was at its peak and it just plummeted like a roller coaster. I think what happens, I was thinking about this the other day after we had our conversation, mm. or we've had this conversation before. I think what happens in a lot of those situations is that. You get the, lost in the sauce? The ball, well, yeah, or you or you decide you don't want any more sauce. <laughs> and you decide, uh-huh. yeah, you yeah. saying, I don't want any more sauce. I had enough. And that person. Who you send it back, and it's the person who was with you was like, "But I love the sauce. That's why I'm here." Mm-hmm. And you send back the sauce. Now they're mad, and it's kind of like ultimately at the end of the day, you changed. Yes, you changed, and just because you changed, you can't expect because you changed that this other person will want that want and accept that same change. And that's really what happened. He changed. He was like, "I'm no longer, I'm no longer in the game. I don't, I went through the fuckery. I got the money I wanted, whatever, whatever." And this person was like, "When you met me, you met me doing X, Y, and Z, and I was in love with X, Y, and Z. You were right. now A, B, C." It's funny because people people feel disrespected when you change, because it's like I I change who I am, so like I don't do the same things no more, and they're like, how dare you change as a person mm-hmm. and try to leave me behind? It's crazy how that turns out, but it's like it happens. It's sad because it does happen, but sometimes I think also it's the idea of if you notice in the movie there wasn't a communication about like I think I'm ready to get out I think I'm gonna try to do X, Y, and Z make these last few then get out it was like I'm done I'm done with it I'm done with it right that's what it was it's just, it just, it's just I'm done I'm done with it and they jumped out and then so because they do that it's like well when you met me you were in it I met you as the person who was in the game I fell in love with the person in the game you not only got out the game, but you're not that same person. You don't bring that same energy to the table no more. You not bring up that same that that same. It's not like you they got the game and they put their all their hustle into something else. 
they stop. They almost always just stop hustling. They stop doing. I mean, they're tired. I got a bag. And but yeah, you're right though. But I mean, if you chant, it's like, well, it's not that she was the downfall. It's that this happened in a cotton and in a uh, course of you doing all that and changing. Your, your, your appetite for the woman might have changed too. No, see, you reaching. Am I? This year, did she not say, you don't do this with me no more? You don't do that with me no more? Da, da, da. She said all those things. You don't talk to me no more. You don't talk to this, then third. Ever since you've been out the game, you've been sitting there and they start getting fat and stuff like that. <laughs> but she's doing drugs. Yeah, that's what she likes because it was part of the game. I can't, I can't believe no crackhead. You ain't gonna be a crackhead. I mean, they both was doing their. Reformed. One, one of them was reformed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all they, they did. They did start easing up off of it and whatnot. But like, yeah, like they went through. A, they went through a real rough, real, real rough patch. And so it was like, I. And a lot of those movies you watch a lot of times in those movies. It's not all the times. There are definitely times where it's just like, no, nah, the dude's like, I went out. She's like, no, nah, keep going. But it's like, but it's True. like she be on her uh, Aaron tip, but she be in his ear like. <laughs> Like no, Ouija. Yeah. No, no, no. Remember in Attack on Titan when he was always talking to the boy? Oh yeah. Shit, go ahead, brother. He's all right. Are you forget we doing this for? Like yeah, but I mean, I think. How dare you? So it's so it's a combination. But I think in that I think in that situation, if I was to pinpoint, it was like he changed. I mean, and his lifestyle changed. I mean, you think about who you met and when you met this person. They they wasn't going to change. They was they went from what they went from one dealing being on one drink dealer to be with you. Like what you think that was? Like was she with a drug dealer before? She was with another nigga that was like in the game. Oh, I forgot about like, that. You know what I'm saying? That's what told you right there what she was about. So if I, if you if you met me and I was already in the game and then you stopped playing the game, well, you don't get to play with Super Mario when you're playing Street Fighter, nigga. Like that's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? That's why for me a lot of times like if I like for me I had rules in my head if I was selling drugs I'd definitely be like a real cold person. That. That, that's kind of where my thought is, but it's one of those things where like, you say you offer something, next you know it just comes your way. It just comes uh, your way, and so and they, and at that time, at that point in time, they are the piece you need, or they somehow provide the piece you need, or a satisfaction that's there. They just it scratch that itch, so you stick with them. They you feel like they holding you down because they are holding you down for the most part, because you in the game. But then when you got the game, they they yeah. When you got the game, things and things do become different. Yeah, you can oh, become a rapper, oh, that though. fast money ain't coming in no more. Oh, we not gonna have a bunch like millions and millions coming in no more. All this other stuff. All right, well I'm out there. Well, the good thing about being a drug dealer, if you ever decide to retire, you can just be a rapper. Back then there wasn't no rap though, especially on the white boy rappers. <laughs> right, yeah. That's true though. <laughs> Closest thing to blow was Curtis. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that that was. That's a bar. That was, That's a bar. That was the one you had, I'm bro. Mad. Like, I'm you know, mad. Like, that was good. Like I'm like sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, this movie was good. Though. I liked it. I liked it. I thought this movie was pretty good. I saw this movie when I was in uh, my late teens. I'm saying, don't say fifth grade. I was like, no, 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 no. I saw Peyton Food when I was in fifth grade. So ah, I saw Peyton Food as as a either a young Payton adult Fu? or an adult. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I watched it. You too? Yeah. And shout out to my brother for putting me on like real, real hood nigga shit. Yeah, yo. that's great. Put me on that your nigga shit early, bro. Thanks. It made me know. It made, oh, for Show real. me how to shoot the gun again, bro. Like, like, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Once I came down in uh, Miss Society, I was like, yeah, I'm straight. I've seen Miss Society a couple of times, but a couple. Yeah. That was our, that was our Bible in the house. Cause it was a good move. You had old dog who was up to no good. Kane, he wants to do good, but couldn't figure out what what good was. And Dezo wasn't able. There was always Kane. Yeah, I was, was Muslim. Damn, he was. One did become Muslim. <laughs> yeah, then they was Sharif. Yeah. So look, there you go. And it was oh yeah oh yeah because someone makes a joke about that. Um, Sharif was in Boys in the Hood as well because he was the one that took the ball. 
<laughs> in Boys in the Hood? I think I think in Boys in the Hood, I think Sharif I think Sharif takes the ball and then like in in that movie he's like a Muslim or some shit like that. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same dude. I forget. I have to look at that again. I think it was a, it was like a whole battle bar that was talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. I had to look back. Look at that. Look at God. <laughs> they do say the Lord works in mysterious ways. Don't he? Damn. That's crazy, bro. Don't don't uh, be mad at the messenger. Yeah. You stupid. <laughs> you was a terrible person, bro. I got a question for you. Nah. What? Somebody asked Adonis this question. Okay. How many how many like quote unquote hood movies have you seen? Uh, a bunch, actually. I watched Boys in the Hood a long time ago. Okay. Um, well, well um, cause I have a thing about that. Was it on TV or was it like actually like fully featured? Fully, fully featured. We watch it on TV. In school? No. Oh. <laughs> Watching boys in the hood in school is crazy. It depends children, on the class you have. Like, children is not what you're supposed to do. Well, well, some of you. <laughs> that's wow. You guys, that's inevitable. What's the most hood movie you ever seen? Oh, that's a good question. Shot us. Shot us. Really? Mm. That was that was the most hood movie I I saw, and I, I guess for me it's relatable because yeah, yeah. City God. I was say I think mine is City God was. I think yeah. I think City of God might be the most hood thing I ever seen. Really? That shit was nuts. I was like, nigga, that, that, that movie was nuts. Scene where he's in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna say this loosely. Kids was actually was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's not, it's not a hood movie. No, cool. Kids is kind of. It's based in New York City. That shit was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. <laughs> Damn, that was regular everyday life in the hood. That's that was yeah, that was <laughs> kind of yeah. Because I because no one was really like I heard. Gang, I, I, actually, I don't think it's hood it because gang, it wasn't gangster. It was it was, it was no game banging. It was actually yes. trifling. It was, like, <laughs> it, was, it, was trifling. Gang, it was a gangster movie. It was a literal hood movie. Yeah, yeah, that was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think I think I think. City of God might have been the craziest thing I seen. I was like, "Yo, this is nuts!" Like, they was going in. They was going in. I want to say I want to say something hooder than that, but I can't think of it. I top of my head. Than that? All right, let me see. What's what's hood? Baby's kids. Baby kids is a classic. That's hood, bro. That's a Them classic. kids was hood as fuck, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the most hood shit I've seen. What kind of is a hood? Is a hood movie? Some, is black people, does a black person have to die? When I think hood. Not to say to die, but it's gotta be guns involved, drugs involved. <laughs> I think it's gotta be like like New Jack City. Yeah, New like, Jack City's pretty I feel good. Like, but I think a hood, I think it's stuff like that, like primarily black black cast. Um, oh yeah, for sure, at least a lot of bad, a lot of a lot of bad shit happened. Not a whole lot of good happened. I was square with somebody. If they say like, oh yeah, like I saw a hood movie. It was all white cast. I'm like, I'm fighting somebody, bro. <laughs> it depends where you're from. No, like if you grew up white, that that's your hood. That's not a hood movie, bro. Maybe it was a hood. They say, yeah, that, that one. I mean, if you white, KKK is a hood nah, movie. No, I'm going call him over Indy. Like, that hood movie was uh, Wyatt Earp and stuff like that. Forrest Gump was a hood movie. <laughs> Wyatt Earp is a hood movie for white people is uh, crazy. White people that was sleeping. Yes. Nah. Yeah. No, a hood for white people be like. Uh, Tombstone? No, it'd be shit like, uh, what's that one movie with Nat Turner? He was taking over. <laughs> Wait, he was what? He's going around, around killing white people. That's probably horror movies for them. Oh, uh, oh my god! Days, uh, not days, uh, oh my god! Twelve years a slave. That's not it. Yeah. No, it was uh, one that Turner. Was, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of you. I only I seen that. I haven't seen it either, but I know the actor, <laughs> and uh, I really enjoy his work. So, like, Birth of a Nation. There you go. That's why a white person hood movie. They're like, oh fuck. That's why your nightmares. Like, so the main character in that movie is, is in the uh, BET movie about. Uh, no, he rides at the police station. He he goes court in there. I really wanted to watch that. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. Saw that. 
It's pretty good. Yes. I need to watch that. I mean, because I, I know it's on BET. I haven't had a chance to look at it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I heard a little bit about it, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any hopes for it. Like, because I was like, "Well, this looks like a low budget film, but I do like this guy, so let me check it out." Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I was definitely like, "Oh, wow, this is a lot better than I expected." Mm-hmm. I, this is what I, have, I don't say I have a problem with you in this, but this is why I feel sorry for you in a sense. <laughs> When I watch movies, I really have no expectations. Like no, I, if I have one, I just throw it out the way. I just throw it out the window when like, I go and watch it. That's, really, that's, the, what, that's why I try to watch the first teaser trailer, and that's it. <laughs> Good luck with that. I know, <laughs> dude. Doctor Strange and like literally every other movie that is going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I I have to like just scroll through everything for me to have some sense of curiosity when I go into the theater. Honestly, I don't know why like Marvel does like, spend money on marketing. Like at this point, you already did your job. Yeah. Hey, we dropped. <laughs> it's gonna be on this date. We'll send a reminder. Yeah, like, like three years. <laughs> like when y'all make Blade, don't do y'all do. Hey, your Blade's coming this date. That's all you gotta do. Exactly. Like, but that's just me though. It's me, and my yeah. ego. Shout out to Stove God. Um, does he cook? Oh, it does he. Uh, all right, so that's Blow. We did Blow. We did. Uh, we did Blow. So <laughs> what the movie Blow? Uh, that's the name of the episode we did blow, but <laughs> well, oh, we'll talk about that one great movie we saw. Oh, Graffiti Bridge, yeah, that was a classic, huh? Okay, so we watched this Prince movie called Graffiti Bridge. So, those that don't know, Prince has three movies he has Purple Rain, Graffiti Bridge, and uh, what was the other one, Cherry Moon or something like that? Yeah, uh, Prince movies. I thought, I don't know, Prince movies. I forget what this one movie is called. Same thing I said. Um, no, it's called Cherry. Oh, it's called Cherry Moon. Oh shit, <laughs> Prince under the under the Cherry Moon. Under the Cherry Moon. There you go. Under the yeah. Cherry Moon. So we already saw Under the Cherry Moon. So we thought we would give Graffiti Bridge a try. Nah, <laughs> I love you, Prince, bro. Rest in peace. That shit was tragic. That shit was bad. I was like, bro, like, can, what the fuck is going on? Can you do me a favor? Can you find out what order those movies came out in? I don't even give a fuck, bro. Like, yeah, I really the, don't give no, a fuck. No, because it's a bit different. So, like, if, if, he did graffiti, if he did Graffiti Bridge first, then it's like, all right, this is an experiment. You're trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. But if, like, the last one you did was Purple Rain, yeah, it made sense. 1990. No, the first one he did was Purple Rain. Yeah. And then he did. <laughs> and then he did. And then he did Cherry Moon. And then he did Graffiti Bridge. I don't think they were supposed to be serious movies. Like, does that make sense? Which one was supposed to be serious movies? The Cherry Moon and the Graffiti Bitch. I don't think they were supposed oh. to be like. You gotta go see it. I don't think it was a purpose. I think it was just a display like we can make music and do funny shit. That's cool. true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like those uh, what's it called? Most visual. Oh, movies? like, a, like a Moonwalker. Yeah, kind of oh, like that type of thing. I think oh, it was like that. Yeah. I think that was the idea. It was like that kind of like it was like so you just gonna go to theaters to see, it, but you went you watched it because it had your favorite actor in it and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I just think the story was hella hard to follow in this movie. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think uh, Graffiti Bridge was supposed to be. Uh, I don't think it was in theaters. I, think, I don't think none of them were. I, I think was, uh, <laughs> it was a bootleg. Purple, purple Rain was. Yes, Purple Rain was like for real. Like yeah, I, but I don't to do think this. Cherry Moon or the other one too. Were. I think they were just like personal projects. I'm I'm just doing this to, just to do it, like and put music out and put yeah. songs in. Because I can't. Yeah. Cause yeah. Basically, niggas were watching this shit. Because like, like if you think about it, the way it was made, like. They did that shit in the studio, and they had a yeah. few outside clips of yeah. them riding around. And, and I, I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping I'm right on that. That's the case of what it was. Because <laughs> I really couldn't say. Because I mean, I watched I watched this graffiti bridge, and I really was just like, 
I don't know if it was one of those things like that was cool in the 80s or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that was the case, but I can tell you right now when I watched that shit, that shit was terrible. No, uh, I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Under the Cherry Moon was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good story wise. It was and definitely like, better than this. Yes. It was definitely better than Graffiti Bridge. Even to now, I couldn't tell you what Graffiti Bridge was about or what the <laughs> purpose of it was. I just knew that the two dudes, there was two, so I'm going to try to give you the best I, I can. There was two guys. There was Prince's character, who I don't really know his name was. Kid. kid the, the kid. He was the kid. There was the kid, and then there was um, Morris Day. In the time. In yeah. the time. Well, it was just, he was just, it was more Morris Day at the time, right? Technically, yeah. And uh, and so it was Morris Day, and they they both, uh, Morris Day owns most of the clubs in this area, and there's one club that him and the kid own together. But the but the music the kid was making was considered like, was old, and he kept playing his music at this club, so it wasn't doing good. And the kids, uh, and then and Morris Day's clubs was all, all doing good. He's playing popular music. Mm-hmm. So the idea was, to somehow get a hold of this club, uh, get get the kid to give him Morris Day the club. Mm-hmm. That was the whole premise of the movie. In between there, a lot of things happen. Um, an angel came by. I, we think it's an angel. <laughs> I think it was. The, I think this girl was an angel. Whatever, whatever. It, it's just so many things this movie does. Be like, what? Like, what was? And it was. It's and there's so many things that's like. I can see how this movie would not have been able to be made in today's time. <laughs> like, it was all... They kept pouring this girl drink. She was already messed up. Yo. At one point, they... they it, it, oh God, it was just terrible. It was like, whoa. Well, the one best part about it was we got to see a young Tevin Campbell. Oh, yeah. Like, this movie was that. Like, yeah. Yeah, Tevin Campbell was super young in there. The best part in that movie, though, was when um, Morris Day was kind of uh, coming at uh, okay. the kid's neck. He was like... What like like they was going in on each other? He's like roasting or whatever, whatever, talking mad trash. And as he was talking trash, his homies would be in the background, and be like yoink, 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 yoink. And I was like, oh, they going in on this dude. And it was so crazy when I heard when we heard we both heard it. It was so crazy that Thomas and I paused the movie. Was like, yo, I'm saying that shit from now on. I never declare some shit. I'm declaring this one. This shit was so funny. That shit was that. He was like though. yoink. I was like, oh. Dang! That was, was it up. Yunt or Yunt? Yunt? I think it was Yunt. Yeah, it was Yunt. Like the guitar, it's like Yunt. Yunt. That's what it was. It was Yunt. Y-O-U-N-T. Yunt. That, that was the word. That definitely, that definitely definition of like, I got some money, we can make a movie. Bro. And they, like, definitely, they definitely did that shit. That shit I respect it. Because this is a replicated guitar going, I, yeah. like, Yunt. Yunt. I was like, uh-uh, they go. I gotta go soon. All right, but we're gonna end it right now, then. Yunt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna close out. I'm gonna go. Cause I gotta go meet this guy. Right? I bet. All right. Uh, for everybody, for everybody gonna get smoked in Mario Kart, so it's all good. You already know what it is. With that blow, I'm playing. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to uh, episode 206 of Clean Dishes Podcast. You can find Fred on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Mr. Fredtastic. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as T.S. Reno Jr. And you can find a podcast as Clean Dishes Podcast. Oh, my bad. Clean Dishes. On Twitter is clean underscore dishes. You can find us, follow us. Uh, we'll be posting up clips and whatnot. Uh, this episode we did not record visually, but we'll figure out something. You know what I mean? Um, anything you want to uh, shout out? Uh, shout out to the website, website cleandishespodcast.com. Um, take a stop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, all that fun stuff. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And as always, Clean your hands and clean your plate. Let's do it again. Uh, clean your hands and clean your plate. Peace. I want to talk about clean your palate and shit. Like, yo. And clean your plate.